25 days of design chats in December. Let's go. December 16th, how to communicate effectively with a designer. I love this question. How can you effectively communicate with your designer? This is a question I got in the Midmodern Model podcast Facebook community this week from Tuba Durrani. Thanks for asking. I love this question because I think it's super important, not just only for my own convenience, but for anyone who hopes to get a great result from working with a designer. No matter the quality of your designer, you won't get a really great result unless you have properly communicated what it is that you wanted from them in the first place. So I actually have a system fully created for how this can happen well. I call it the mid-century master plan method, and it's the way that I use to communicate with my clients. But you can also use this to communicate with any designer, I'm not jealous, um, to effectively know yourself and then share what it is that's important to you about the house and what you want to have happen to it. The mid-century master plan method has five parts, each that start with a D. The five Ds are dream, discover, distill, draft, and develop. And we'll start with the first three because these are the three that you need to get fully fleshed out yourself before you can have a designer really effectively help you. The first one, dream, should be fairly obvious. What it entails is taking the time to ask yourself the questions you need to know what you would like to change about your house. Not just you'd like it to look newer, but how can the layout be shifted? How is it helping you live your best life? Have your best relationships with your family members and friends that visit you? How is it changing every day you have for the better? If you can start to imagine what your house could be doing for you along those lines, you'll know what you want to ask for. The next part of the D framework, the master plan method framework, is discover. Now, to a certain extent, when you work with a designer, they will do part of this work for you. Um, you may have a designer who comes to your house and does a field measure, taking a tape measure or a laser measure to all the parts of your house to create a working as-built set of documents or even a model of what the house is before they start on their design process. They may also do photo documentation, help you interpret a building inspection report, or have their own recommendations about things they're noticing about the house that need to change. But there is still more for you to do to participate in this process, because while an architect or another designer may come to your house and notice that your neighbor's house is very close to yours, perhaps you want privacy, only you know whether you can't stand that neighbor or you're best friends with the adults in the family and your kids are best friends with the kids, and so you don't really care that your kitchen windows peek in at each other. That's something that you need to communicate with your designer. Other things that might be important about the discover process for your house to share could be um, what times of day the or year the light comes in into certain rooms in a really beautiful way or doesn't. When you have the noise from a local highway coming across the property and a sound barrier would be effective. Things that have to do with your experiential part of living in the house, those things need to be communicated to your designer. And then the third thing is what I call distill. The part of the process where you figure out what you would like a future house of yours to look like. When you're creating a style guide or your designer is creating it for you, they need to know something about what lights you up, what parts of, I'm assuming, mid-century design really please you, what you already like about the way your house looks, what you don't, and pull from examples of other properties, other examples, other historical buildings that you'd like to make your house more like. Those first three steps, dream, discover, and distill, 
the more that you can pull all of that information together, do the soul searching, the communicating with your partner, the pulling together of bits of information and documentation and get that into one cohesive package you can share with your designer, the more efficient and successful your design process will be. If you want to know more about this framework, you can get a free download that walks you through all five of the steps from my website. If you go to midmod-midwest.com slash framework, or just send me a DM and I'll send it right to you. Um, basically there's two more steps to the framework. And if you're working with a designer, they may do this part for you. The fourth D is draft, and that's the part where you get to compare multiple options. As I was saying in a video earlier in this series, the rule of three, if you can give yourself three options to choose from, you'll have an easier time. Architects like myself and other designers often like to prepare three options for our clients so that they can really weigh one thing against another. But if you are working with a designer, they're going to do some of the generating of options to present to you. And they may do some of the development, the fifth D, to take your ideas from their starting point through to a more finished, finalized, concrete, detailed version. So the 5D framework is the way that I work with my clients, but you can use those first three Ds, dream, discover, and distill, to prepare a package of information to share with any designer. If you've got questions about communicating effectively with a designer, one like me, go ahead and send me a DM. I'd love to chat with you about it or drop a comment about your experiences in communicating well or poorly with a designer in the past. And if you want to grab a copy of that framework, you can just put a DM into my MidMod Midwest inbox or go get it for yourself at midmod-midwest.com slash framework. (laughs) 